Welcome to the Mouse Moms podcast, the Disney planning podcast, where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Jennifer. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Juliana. Hello. <laughs> and me, Lori. It's great to have you. We are excited about today's episode because we get to do one of our favorite things, which is a restaurant review. Um, a new restaurant review at that would, well, it was new to us because we have not tried it, but today we are going to talk about Steakhouse 71, which is located at Disney's Contemporary Resort. But of course, first we have to do the Mouska cocktail. And of course, Juliana's doing it. Well, I'm doing it because I drank it. So because we talked uh, previously about the other cocktail that we really enjoyed from this restaurant, right? So we're, we're going to mm-hmm. talk today about the Coco Boulevardier. So it's just a regular Boulevardier, which is, um, I think it's normally rye. I have to double check that with um, vermouth and bitters and a twist, right? It's And they're good. But this one was bourbon with Campari and vermouth and chocolate bitters. So it had a little bit of a, like, Campari has like almost like a bitterness to it. And then the chocolate bitters gave it that cocoa flavor. It was really quite tasty. Um, I will say it was served in a rocks glass, which I'm not really used to for a Boulevardier. I always see them in like little, like, those little martini glasses, like, I guess it's called a cordial glass. So that was a little, honestly, I'll tell you the honest to God truth, a little off-putting to me at first, but it tasted delicious. And then since then I've looked online at Boulevardier recipes and I've seen some of them in rocks glasses with a, with a big cube. So there you go. Um, so do your thing, I guess. Either way, it was, it was pretty tasty. That seems to be a theme with Steakhouse 71 because our fig cocktail was served in the incorrect glassware yeah. as well. So. Yeah. But, but it tasted delicious. It tastes the same no matter what glass. I know. I, I, I have I, a conversation I, with people where they're like, I must have a wine glass. I'm like, because it's going to taste different. It tastes better in a red solo cup. Exactly. Put it in a solo cup. It tastes perfectly fine. Then I don't have to do dishes. You know why I think we make such a stink about it? Because we're taking pictures. Like, we want something Instagrammable. And sometimes it's not if it's not in the right glassware. Yes. I disagree with Lori. I think it makes a difference in how it tastes. I really do. Doesn't. I've actually gotten to preferring to taste my beers out of like a, a Yeti tumbler because like they're so good and cold in one of those stainless steel things that you put your, your, you know, sodas in or a big cup of coffee. So what would you do if you showed up and somebody put a beer in a red solo cup and handed it to you? Oh, I'm no stranger to beers and red solo cups. <laughs> I went to college. <laughs> I prefer Yeti. It doesn't taste as well. I'm but sorry. I'm 45 now. <laughs> Ladies, I think we have our next t-shirt. I am no stranger to beer in a red solo cup. <laughs> I'm 45 I now. It's the same. Tastes the same. Well, mm, I'd like to hear what our listeners have to say debatable. on the topic about about the 
the glassware and whatnot. I mean, if if more if most people agreed with you, there wouldn't be such a market for for glassware. You should let Crate and Barrel know. Like to pretend they're fancy. Either That's way, true. this particular drink, <laughs> I was I was wrong. Apparently, I saw it on the internet. Everything you see is true, and I saw that um, about half the time I saw pictures, it was in a, a rocks glass, and the other half it was in a quarter glass. But enough about that. I, I, you know, I'm going to make the pinnacle of our drink in a rocks glass. <laughs> you know what is a great glass to put your drink in? Speaking of glasses. Speaking of glass, oh, that was a fabulous good. segue. And I mean every word of it because I have used this. And the drinks taste beer. better, correct? It, and my beer tasted fantastic at the pool just yesterday. Go ahead. <laughs> well, now that uh, Juliana has provided us with a wonderful segue, it is a great time for us to give you a little Mouska secret that we have about how to keep your cocktails not only cold, but spill free so that you can enjoy them on your resort balcony or on the little boat during your fireworks dessert party or lounging by the pool, as Juliana has said. Um, Cocktail sippy cups. Did you know that they make these? We purchased some. Is that what they call them? No. I think they call them wine tumblers, insulated I'm wine sorry. tumblers. I was told beverage tumblers. Beverage. It is a sippy cup, and I am not afraid to call it as such because <laughs> sippy cups are meant to keep your liquid not like spill proof for our children. And sometimes moms need similar things that are spill proof. Agreed. So, so we purchased these sippy cups. <laughs> they are amazing. They are personalized, um, and we purchased them for our travel agents from Morgan Fly. We will never recommend something that we don't personally use and love. So we can't wait to tell you about this product. They are amazing. This company is amazing. Morgan Fly is a family-owned business supplying quality, custom-branded merchandise throughout the country. Whether you're like us and looking for sippy cups with your logo <laughs> or just a personal message or wedding gifts, corporate gifts, awards, trophies, t-shirts for your upcoming Disney trip. Morgan Fly has thousands of options available to support your engraving needs, your embroidering needs, your screen, screen printing needs. Um, if you're planning a trip, you need those things, definitely give them a shout out. Morgan Fly will accommodate smaller orders without an exorbitant setup fee. Clearly, this is the next product we'll need to test out on our agent, next agency trip when we need to have T-shirts um, screen printed with our logo. You can visit them as well at www.morganfly.com. Drop a question on their contact page and they'll get back to you with all of their options with pricing that suits you for the perfect gift with a quality you'd expect at a price that you won't. All righty. Now that you have your beverage slash sippy cup Tumblr. <laughs> <It> um, <laughs> they need to rebrand that, by the way. Apparently, we just did for them. So, <laughs> so sorry, Morgan Fly. We love you. <laughs> we just They're going to get all these calls now with people asking for sippy cups. They're going to be like, what the heck? We don't do sippy We listen cups. to Mouska Moms and we want your sippy cups. <laughs> Anyway, okay. let's talk about yes. our dining experience. So we're going to talk about Steakhouse 71. So just briefly, um, it is located in the very bottom of Contemporary Resort. Um, it's actually located to the right of the front desk. 
Um, it was the wave um, prior to that. Uh, they rebranded it. It opened up pretty much right around the 50th, mm -hmm. uh, maybe a little bit after that. Like a week um, later? Yeah, I think like a week later because we didn't get to go to it. Um, but Steakhouse 71, they did not just pick a random number. 71 is also the year um, that uh, Disney opened, which is why they called it Steakhouse 71. Uh, so we went to Steakhouse 71 when we were staying at Bay Lake Towers. And we had a reservation, but we were an hour early. Yeah, so we were, we were starving. And so, we were I, can I, so I think about like where it is. I feel like Steakhouse 71, people don't have a hard time picturing it because of where it is like they know a lot of people didn't know where the wave was either back there on yeah. the left right anyway so you walk in and what did y'all think when you first saw it inside they didn't change a whole bunch from there was only so much they could do so the restaurant as we said it's in the bottom of the contemporary and it there's no windows there's no looking out there's no nothing because you're essentially almost in a basement type area in mm -hmm. the contemporary so there was only so much they could do with this space the wave was very bluish um obviously having to do with wave um and this one was just lighter um, i think it definitely jives with the new incredibles theme yes. it's very mm -hmm. mid-century modern yeah. i thought it was cool but um you know like Lori was saying, we had a reservation, but we were very hangry. So we ate in the lounge and the lounge was really cool with the cool mid-century modern seats yeah. and the low tables and everything. And um, Well, like Lori said, we got there early and we were hungry and we asked if they could accommodate us early and they couldn't seat us in the dining room early, but they could let us just go to the lounge first come first serve. And there were these low tables available. And honestly, for me, the driving factor was I looked into the dining room and I looked at the lounge and was like, I'd rather sit in here. The dining yeah. room is just basic. It's lovely. It's decorated lovely. It's not yeah. a signature restaurant. It's not about the experience. But I just was like, you know what? I don't need to sit in there. This is this is nicer. It's cozier. Yeah. Yeah. The lounge is very nice. They did a good job with it. I mean, it's really just changing some colors and interior. I mean, it's, you know, it, it was very nice though. It is definitely the mid-century. The lounge was awesome. I'd prefer to sit at a comfy couch and mm -hmm. chairs and a table versus sitting at a regular dining. Yeah. Well, if I was with my if I was with my kids, I would rather sit in the dining because sure. there was a family behind us and the kids were under the chairs most of the time. <laughs> So I would That's nice go too, though. Where my kids, where it's acceptable for my kids to go underneath the table. Yeah, That's true. Right. Exactly. You know? Like the, I, sometimes in a lounge, as long as it's not nighttime and people aren't trying to have adult time, like you, your kids are a little more free to move about than at a table. Yeah. But anyway, I like it especially for what we did, which was order shareable plates. Yeah. Um, it, it works out nicely when you're sitting on a comfy couch and, and stuff. So. Yes. Which is a great way, by the way, to try a new restaurant is to order little plates because then you get to just try more. And that's what we love to do all the time. So that's why this works so well. Our relationship. So we were with there food. during the during the lunch hour too. So they do have three menus there. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, lunch and dinner are pretty similar. Obviously, breakfast is completely different. Um, I've heard amazing things about their breakfast. Unfortunately, we never got to try um anything from there. But for lunch, um, we did the small plates. We shared some stuff. Um, but in terms of the bigger menu, I saw a ton of people ordering the turkey club, um, which kind yes. of shocked me. 
but that one just it kept looked, coming out. It looked good. Right? It, it just it kept coming out. And now I'm very curious. So that seemed to be at least where we were sitting, um, the most ordered one. But let's talk about what we did order. Only one that stayed on the waves. Right. So what's funny about this, I think, is that we did not originally want to order it. And then I snuck it in at the last minute because I thought it sounded good. <laughs> and the waiter said it was the only thing that they carried over from the wave menu because it was so popular. Yes. So this one, I think I had this at the wave too. Um, it was maple pork belly, smoked cheese grits, and an egg on top. Um, the grits were amazing. I it tried was my it. favorite thing that we ordered. Like yeah, it, it, was so it was so delicious. I think it was also what I was in the mood for. Like after driving, was it the same day we arrived after driving yeah. all night? Such a blur. Like it was just upscale, but comforting at the same time. It was, it was so, so good. good and heavy and just Com yeah, comfort food. Yeah, it was like delicious. I think I'm not a huge fan. So it was the thick, thick pork belly. I'm not a huge fan of that, but this was delicious. It was just cooked so well that you didn't get that gristliness you yeah. can get a lot of times with pork belly. So it was beautiful. And it was good because you had the maple and then the smoky and and, and the egg was perfect. It was really good. The textures it was were really all good. good. It was, I don't know how they did it. I think it, Juliana it was, just wants us to say, like, she totally saved the day for us because <laughs> she snuck that one in at the last minute. It's not so thank true. You. It's not true you. because everything was good. And the least favorite thing was the other thing that I really wanted, yes, which was true. the wedge salad. We got the baby iceberg wedge salad. Because you're at a steakhouse and that's what you should do. And yeah. like, I love a wedge salad and I never make one at home. I don't buy iceberg lettuce or anything like that. Um, and it was good and it was beautiful and it was fresh and delicious, yeah. but it was not a wedge salad. <laughs> I don't think that was blue cheese dressing, or if it was, their blue cheese dressing is well. No, it says on the it menu was blue cheese dressing, blue cheese, but it but wasn't it didn't taste like it. It no. didn't. It was very tangy and chunky. Let me just say this: we had one, two, three. We had four things at this restaurant, and it was number four out of four. But but all four things were pretty darn good. Right. It was delicious. Yeah. It just, it was number four out of the four things that we got that were all delicious. I thought it was good. It was nice to have um, vegetables. I was greens. We don't always do that on our trip. Even if it is smothered in bacon and cheese. I was say, when we talk about the other things, though, you'll see that we needed vegetables. Yes. Um, yes. But the way it was. But it notice was we ate like half of this between the three of us. Yeah. And that was it. It was, per, it was a great wedge salad. I just think out of the items that we ordered, this one was just. It just didn't stand out because yeah. the other things were so good. No, I and it, totally it wasn't a basic it. wedge salad, though. They threw on, like, pickled red onions and hard-boiled egg, which good. I love. I thought that was delicious. Yeah. So that was a nice jump. But, but yeah, least of the good. four. So what yeah. else do we have, like, Lori? Don't, don't, don't let our listeners think we didn't no, like it. It was still, just, again, I would still order it again yeah. because I need a vegetable. Other things were just so good. <laughs> yes. Okay. All anyway, right. what else? So the other thing we ordered was the steak frites, which was the hanger steak and garlic parmesan waffle fries, chimichurri and truffle aioli. It was delicious. Yeah, it is how can really we go here? Easy. It's really easy to screw up a hanger steak, right? Yeah. Like, cause it's a really lean, thin cut of meat and it was cooked so beautifully. It was delicious. And of course, I think Jen was just about to say this. When you go to Steakhouse 71, you have to get a steak, right? So we didn't opt for like, 
the chop or the, or, you know, anything like a, a filet or anything like that. Cause we just, it was middle of the day, whatever. And I do have to say that I was speaking with someone the other day who described herself as a steak person, um, who did not enjoy her experience at Steakhouse 71. And I haven't been able to talk to her more about it to ask what she ordered, but because she said she was a steak person, I wonder if maybe the other things are a little better than the steaks. I think it might be worth our exploring again because I'll yeah. definitely go back. But I thought this hanger steak was outstanding and the chimichurri was so flavorful without being over. It was so, it was delicious. It was delicious. No, was those French thing. fries were amazing. I think at one point we asked them if they had like, cause we thought it, if they had butter on them, cause we thought it tasted like a popcorn butter. <laughs> they like, were very rich. Yes, it was so rich, but the French fries were just delicious. Okay. So yeah, I would, I mean, this is a $26. This was an entree. So this was not an appetizer. Yeah. Um, and we split this and I don't, for $26 to get steak, if you're going in there for a lunch, mm -hmm. it, it's not a bad deal. No. When you're yeah. on property and the hanger, usually I hate hanger steak and this was delicious. So I did not know that before we ordered it, that you hated yeah, I don't. Steak. I am very... I ate a lot of steak growing up. So the only steak I will eat is filet ever. <laughs> I know. Um, I just don't, I don't like a like good ribeye. Nope. Hate it. Um, hate it. So I don't hmm. like hanger steaks usually, but this one was awesome. It, it was, was so good. It was good. really, really good. It was, and that's coming from somebody. Like melt in your mouth. Yeah. It was good. This was good. Good. So what was your favorite thing then, Lori, of what we had? My favorite thing is the next one, which was the peanut butter and jelly chicken wings. They were so good. They were so delicious. Um, if you've listened to the podcast, we have raved about um, Tucson's Chocolate Emporium wings. These are better. And I don't know if Juliana's going to agree with me. These are better. I like them better. I do. Ooh, I think they're totally different. So yeah, I, like... I am so I'm a I'm a little obsessed with wings. Like I love chicken wings in all shapes and forms. Well, no, that's not true. I'm very particular about them, but I eat a lot of chicken wings because when a chicken wing is good, it is good. And there are different ways a chicken wing can be good. These guys were definitely uh, breaded and deep fried, or not yeah. like like floured and deep fried. I should say. So they had the beautiful crunch on it, and then the sauce was like it tasted like peanut butter and jelly. It was sweet and peanut buttery, almost like you would so expect good. like a Thai chicken satay dip kind of thing. That's mm -hmm. what it tasted like. On the butter. They were it delicious. The, yeah. The glaze was the peanut butter. What I thought was interesting. It was, it, it was like a sprinkled, like dehydrated something of jelly that went on top. And that's where oh, you I got missed the jelly that. Yeah. I think you ate all of that. I did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just kidding. I did. No, you're not. She did. I did. Um, I thought, but it was the delicious. sauce in itself was sweet as well. I I think for me, I should have asked for a little bit of like hot sauce or something. Like I think a little chili flake on it would have been amazing. I think they needed a little bit of spice, but they were, I, I lean more with Lori. I think they were really No, they delicious. were delicious. I don't, no, no, no. I don't mean to say that they were no, not delicious. They were delicious. Spice would have been fun. Jelly sandwich. Leave it alone. Like a sriracha because they did have like that Thai. Yes. So a little sriracha yeah. spice or just yeah. a crushed red pepper on top might have been can, like over the top. BYO sriracha next time we're there. I guess what I'll do. Because, you know, it is Disney. Mine alone. Disney spicy is not spicy at all. So I should travel with my own little bottles. You know, at the contemporary, um, at the 
what's the Contempo Cafe. Cafe. They have little teeny bottles of Tabasco. I have been known to stick a couple in my purse. I have a travel size sriracha that you can put on your keychain. Sriracha is way better. So I will bring that next time for us and we'll order them again and see how it does with a little spice. But those were good too. And they were 12 bucks, I think for a dozen, right? That was an awesome, there was at least- Maybe six, maybe half a dozen. I think there were six to seven in there. Because there were a few. Yeah, we each got three, and I'm pretty sure I got two more after that. Oh, <laughs> so that's more than six to seven. It was a lot of wings. I don't remember, but it was plenty of food. So, so yeah. So between the three of us, we ordered four items. Only one of them was an entree. Yeah. Right. The bacon and eggs was an appetizer. Yes. Yeah. So, and we were we were full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I love that we did this. It was great. Overall, I'd go back. How about you? Yes, there was. So the rest of the appetizers looked eh. Um, so there's like an onion soup, a chopped salad, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's all the same. The entrees, the only one that was killing me was that turkey club that I'm kind of like, I saw so many people that ordered it that I kind of wanted to see it. They also have a gourmet grilled cheese mm-hmm. um, that had pork belly in it and onion jam and that one, that one might be, but again, it's heavy. So it depends on when you're going. I was just thinking that because that's why I didn't want to order that because I thought it was too heavy. But then yeah. once we got the bacon and eggs with the pork belly, that wasn't crazy heavy. Maybe the yeah. grilled cheese is, Maybe is good. There's a few other things on the menu I'd like to try, but I definitely want to try like a thick, real steak as well. Um, one of those Yeah, options. I think we need to do a steak house review next time and we need to do yachtsman and la cellier and steakhouse 71 and just see like order the same cut right and see who does does it best the same meal like a french onion soup a steak and wedge salad yeah and a wedgie and a wedge so the dinner is actually the appetizers are exactly the same but essentially you pick your steakhouse cut and then mm-hmm. you have sides and then you have sauces on top and you do have an option for, you know, chicken and fish and that. Um, but that's essentially how they're doing it at night. So it is very similar to the Yachtsman. So, yeah, I think it would be. And I've also heard really good things about their breakfast. These two aren't breakfast people. I need breakfast people to come with me. I've heard good things about the Steakhouse 71 breakfast because I've heard great things about Yachtsman, right? Like that's got a great breakfast too. Alan Compass had the the good breakfast Mm, there too. So I would totally, I'm a breakfast girl. I don't know if Yachtsman does breakfast, but Alan Compass. I lied. It was was Alan Compass. Sorry. Yeah. But no, they have some really good Benedicts that looked awesome um, at Steakhouse 71. For breakfast, they have like a rib hash, steaks and eggs, like, and that's what not I a bad idea. Like, if you want to get an early breakfast reservation and walk on over to Magic Kingdom, you can, it, you can order it to go. Yes, that's, that's right. But here's yeah. the thing: if you're not staying at Contemporary or on one of the monorail hotels, that might be hard to do. But we have a solution for you. By now, our listeners know that we love FSE luxury transportation for our transportation needs during our Walt Disney World vacations. So you could call them up and have them take you over to the Contemporary for your pre-park dining reservation for breakfast or get it to go and bring it into the park with you because you could do that. So 
they can take care of you there. They're also, um, we have to tell you about one of our favorite features of FSE Luxury Transportation. They are the one-stop shop for stroller rental and grocery delivery. Just add one or both of these services to your reservation and it makes for a super seamless experience, makes your entire trip easy, you can have everything that you needed, including your person delivered to your resort at the exact same time. <laughs> so um, during Jen's last trip to Disney with her family, she used FSE to pick them up from the airport and bring them to their resort property. But before that, she emailed Fernando, the owner, and um, gave him a shopping list. And he picked up everything that they wanted from the store and um, and dropped off the groceries with her at the resort. So there you go. It's it's easy, stress-free, economical, best way to get groceries delivered to your resort, 10 out of 10. So contact your vacation planner for more information about adding FSE luxury transportation services to your next trip. Or you can visit them directly at fseluxurytransportation.com. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> so the other tip is if you can't get a reservation to Steakhouse 71 is to do what we did and try the lounge. They accept walk-ins and they serve basically the same exact menu as the restaurant or as we were just saying, order your food to go and yep. have that as an option and sit in your jammies and watch the fireworks off your balcony while you eat those delicious um bacon and eggs. <laughs> oh, I want them right now. Mm -hmm. In fact, I would even plan this for a morning after a long night. Right? Oh my God. Over food. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Well, Mouska friends, there you have it. Our complete Steakhouse 71 restaurant review. What do you think? Time to make reservations for your next trip. This one is definitely three thumbs up from us. Stay tuned for next week's episode, which will be our review of the new attraction at Epcot, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Jen will be able to preview this attraction this week. We are so excited to see her there. And in the meantime, we would love to hear from you. And please join our community over at Facebook at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper in and to hear all things Disney over there. Please be sure to follow our show so that you can receive notifications when new content is released so you'll never miss an episode. And also, please consider writing us a review as well. We really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see? See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. <laughs>